With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Home Remodeling Show with Edge Construction. Online at edgeconstructioncompany.com. Now here's your host, Sean Preble and Mike Tuick of Edge Construction. This is the Home Remodeling Show brought to you by Edge Construction right here, 1310 WIBA. If you haven't checked out the website, edgeconstructioncompany.com recently, I will tell you, definitely get there right now. That's edgeconstructioncompany.com. As a matter of fact, we're going to talk about a recent project a little bit later in the hour about an open kitchen uh, remodel that was done by Edge Construction, a really, really cool project. We'll get the details from Mike in, uh, a little bit later in the program. But again, in the meantime, you need to head on over to edgeconstructioncompany.com. From there, you can also find links to their Facebook page. Pinterest, House, uh, probably Instagram, I do believe, as well. Um, all great uh, resources. Been thinking about doing some remodeling. Everyone at Edge Construction, including Mike, would love to talk with you. All you got to do is pick up the phone give them a call. Telephone number 636-3343. That number, 636-EDGE. And, of course, joining us as he does each and every Saturday morning, Mr. Mike Duig of Edge Construction. Mike, how you been, man? Great, Sean. It's good to see you. And uh, we are going to be talking about some of the challenges um, that are going on in, in construction and some of the, some of the things that that folks run into. We're not going to talk about the challenges. We'll also talk about the solutions to it. Um, we live uh, in a, you know, we hear this term global economy. And of course, we may have heard the P word, um, pandemics and those type of things. Um, they do present challenges sometimes. Um, and we're going to kind of go through all of that. But first off, something that's not new, that's something I think probably predates some of some of these things like the, the you know, the term global economy and things is, uh, skilled workers, and I know one of the one of, and there's a shortage out there. And I know one of the things in talking with you over the last, can I say decade yet? We're pretty close to ten <laughs> years, aren't we? Yeah. So, um, is you really um, you you work really really hard at finding the right person for the job? You look for character and work ethic, and the and the training and the education. You'll bring people on quite regularly and get them up to speed in becoming really, really good, high-quality carpenters. But it is a challenge finding those right people, isn't it? It is. And if you're if you're a contractor like we are, it'd be so great, you know, if you you, know, you ran an ad and the first three people that showed up came in and they they really knew what they were doing. They had ten years' experience and they're they're still young enough to be hungry and they're they're uh, ready to tear into the world. And they're they're at the top of their profession. Uh, do you think that? Ha- how often do you think that happens? <laughs> <laughs> I bet you get one like that every six months to a year. Maybe they're, they're like the unicorns. Yeah, yeah. you just don't, don't see them very often. Um, for one, if you got like like we have a lot of those people that work for us, and I'd be horrified if they're out there shopping. <laughs> for I know everybody shops for for the job, but uh, we do everything we can to keep those kind of people because. By the time they build that skill set and they're they're to that point in their career, we have invested a lot in them, and uh, in them and themselves, and and they're worth good money. Um, I'm actually at times going into uh, uh, pre-COVID, going into schools and talking to high school kids, mm-hmm. and we're even talking about. Uh, um, my son is trying to get me to to go. Uh, 
teach occasionally at uh, some of the tech schools oh. because to encourage younger people to enter the trades uh, because there are great jobs in the trades. There's a lot of room for 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 new people in the trades. Um, just to give you an idea, uh, let's see. We all know about this this housing crash thing in uh, in '08, but really it started to hit. Um, Housing here in Madison in 05 to 06, we had a, about a 50% drop in new house permits. Um, at that time, the average age in construction was 55. <laughs> now, we know that's a little while ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what happened to all those 55-year-olds, Sean? They retired or they never came back. Yeah, <laughs> Or we're still whipping them. We're trying to get them to go to work. Um, but uh, prodding them. But, yeah, a lot of, a lot of them are gone. They've left. Uh, you know, the, the housing, the, the crisis came, the recession came. Um, and about one out of five of those 55-year-olds <laughs> on average um, stayed in construction. Hmm. So it dipped way down. We we overbuilt the line for a few years on a curve, and then we, we've severely underbuilt the trend line. When I'm talking about the line, it's the trend line. So in Dane County, you know, when we're talking about a, a crisis of lack of skilled labor in construction um, – the trend line for new home construction in Dane County is somewhere around 2,000 houses. Some people say it's 1,800. I don't know what that number is. I don't know how you can really figure that out. But um, at our peak, we were building 2,500. So we know it's less than that because we were building too many. Um, took a while to work through that inventory. So let's say it's 1,800. We have actually been at about 1,200 new permits a year for maybe five years now. And we just can't get above that there's a lot of demand there's there's too much demand for those houses um if you're selling your house and it's under say four hundred thousand dollars it's selling pretty fast uh i'm hearing stories almost every day of people that list their house or don't even get a chance to list it and it's already a bidding war right <laughs> yeah it's, it's crazy stuff out there so one of the things that's really held back this this and created this problem is just a lack of people going into the trades, going into construction, whether it's um, somebody like us who we frame houses, meaning we take a concrete foundation and build the house up, uh, put the doors and windows in it. Uh, we also do finish work on the interior of, of new houses, and we do over half of Dane County's new houses um, um, in, in, those, in that capacity. Um, and then we have this remodeling side, so we're, so we're always trying to find people that are and bring people into the trades and train them up and give them those skill sets um but i think that our younger people need to realize how good those jobs can be and that and that's i think that's an important thing to, to highlight is i know there's obviously a big national debate about about student debt and all those other things that that go on and obviously we don't need to talk bring that up on the show other than to point out that if, if you if you're a younger person listening now or if you've got uh you've got uh, uh kiddos that are that are kind of getting into that kind of that decision making point in life a, a job in the trades can be can be one you you get paid while you train uh it can be quite quite lucrative as we talk about options you know you and, hone those skills and you become a very desired uh professional that that people really really compensate quite well yeah and we are happy to pay them i'm mm-hmm. like we want yes. them that's what we're after um it's a great day when I get some, you know, give somebody a raise because they're they picked up a new skill set, they got better, they're putting on more work, uh, they're more motivated. So those those things are go fast. I just as an uh, as an outsider looking in, I, I notice with our people, um, people that come to the trades after getting a degree, 
um, are, are always almost always coming with debt. Mm-hmm. It's a much longer road to to buying a house for those for that crowd than somebody that comes pretty early on doesn't doesn't end up with a bunch of school debt. Um, if school isn't their thing, uh, thank God they didn't go and spend mm-hmm. all that money, right? Because now they've they've got to pay that back. Their road to homeownership seems to be a lot quicker. Um, but uh, we've had people that can't you know, come to us with a degree or sometimes two degrees, and yeah. they're just going, you know what? I didn't even know this. I never considered that this could be an option. <laughs> you know? um, they like the work. They maybe didn't want to be stuck in a cube. Whatever led them to construction, to the to the trade side of things, doing stuff with your hands. Um, um, we're happy when they do end up on our side. And it's an amazing, uh, amazingly rewarding career as well as we talk about, of course, that you, you can do financially quite well, but also just, uh, you know, when it comes to you being a skilled skilled worker and, and just the craftsmanship uh, that, that these guys and gals are learning is, is pretty significant. Um, and that that is, as we're talking today about some of the challenges, that's across the board. I mean, across the country is is there is a, a labor shortage and that can, and I know obviously you've got a great team and you guys have been, have been building over 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 the decade and and have got a team together but there's always there's always more opportunity isn't there <laughs> there is and um we we bring people in of every age and species mm-hmm. and um, um as long as they're they're meet some criteria of mm-hmm. course but um we look at it like we're bringing in we're adding to the family mm-hmm. so we're picky uh but i i Tell routinely tell people coming in. Listen, we can teach you how to be uh, a, a great carpenter. We that's a learned skill. Nobody's born knowing how to do that, or how to frame a house, or how to lay tile, or whatever it whatever it ends up being. Doing drywall, um, even on the electric electrician side, um, that that you, that stuff you can learn. We can't make you a nice person. We can't make you dependable. We can't make you um, ambitious. You know, you've got to come in with some of those things. Mm-hmm. Be honest. Uh, and be the kind of person that people want in their house. Like that's that's something I think that you you've you've got to have some skin in the game too. So that, um, but uh, we're happy to teach you the rest of it. So if this is uh, this getting your attention this morning, definitely make sure uh, you pick up the phone as well. Give them a call at Edge Construction six three six three three four three. That's six three six Edge. And again. Uh, not only are you going to be helping yourself, but you'll be helping the industry as a whole because good people uh, are definitely wanted and needed. Um, one of the things, too, Mike, I know in working with you and talking with you and um, learning more about edge construction over the years is communication is so vital. And unfortunately, not everybody in 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 the construction industry is good at it. I know for you, having systems, having having uh, channels for communication, this is this is kind of at the core of what you guys do. But that is something that can be for a homeowner um, can be sometimes frustrating. Is oh, I haven't heard from my contractor for a week, or I haven't heard from him <laughs> a week <laughs> or long. <laughs> sometimes or a, much. How about yeah. a day. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Or exactly. So let's talk about about kind of. Um, I know you've uh, obviously we've talking in that last segment about about finding the right kind of people um, to work with you at Edge Construction. Um, communication is a big part of what you guys do. It is. Uh, so you are, you are not to this stage yet. How old is how old is the boy? Uh, uh, he is eight. He's, he's going to be nine okay. soon. Yeah. So in uh, you know next year when he gets his smartphone, mm-hmm. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> yes. But at some point you're going to have a teenager with a smartphone that mm. when you call them and they don't immediately answer, <laughs> you're going to go. What am I paying this bill for? I'm not going to do this anymore. And if you don't respond to me, I don't care if you talk to your friends, but you got to talk to dad because um, I'm more important. Well, it, we are in this <laughs> laughing at me because I've been through all this, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
if you're uh, – we, we now live in the world of instant communication, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if uh, We have two sons in our business. They will call me, and I know if I push the wrong button even and call them right back, they're already calling somebody else at the office going, where's where's dad? Where's, why isn't he – you know, and I'm like, geez, at least give me a one second here to call you back. Um, <laughs> But that's not the world we live. Like yeah. we, we want, and I'm a little this way too. I'm selfish. I want it. I want instant gratification. Mm-hmm. Um, we really do our best on the communication side. Um, but I, I think it's. I, I look back. I was thinking back the other day because we talked about this in our weekly meetings. Okay, are we where are we at with people? Uh, what kind of communicators are the? Uh, some people are happy with a once a day update. Some people just don't seem to need much at all. They're seeing their project at night when they get home from work and. As long as things are going okay, they might send us a text or an email saying, hey, what about this? Um, we now, basically, once that project starts, we expect our foreman, whoever's on the job every day and running things, to be the point of contact. It's just easier than going through the designer that got you there, got you to construction, because a lot of times they have to ask then the person, you know, it's like a it's a round robin of of text and phone calls. Uh, so the direct contact. Um, it 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 really depends a lot on homeowners. I was thinking 15 years ago when when I was running those jobs and was the direct contact. A lot of times I sold a job and helped with design. I was a probably a, by today's standards a terrible communicator because <laughs> because back then the standard was on Friday you kind of give um, you, you iron out some details maybe give a homeowner an idea of the schedule for the next week. And we still try to do that. And a lot of times homeowners are, they're not giving us a chance to do that. They're saying, hey, they're asking about it before we get there, but um, uh, even with the best intentions. So it's just, I think that world we live in, like I said, where where people are expecting better communication. Mm-hmm. They're expecting kind of instant gratification on that. Um, that can be tough for a contractor, by the way. Um, you know, sometimes you 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 got to give us a second to kind of get our bearings about us and maybe get you an answer to things. So um, I think that needs to be figured out. And and now it it for us the system where our foreman on the job is is communicating is is the, your direct contact. I think it seems to be working better. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are are conscious of their time, but also it's nice because they get a they get an answer right yeah. away. They're right on. They're right on the on the ground level and and going through that process. Um, the, and I know we're going to talk uh, a little bit later about scheduling and the importance of kind of having that 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 plan laid out beforehand. I know one of the things too when it, when we talk about communication, um, you have embraced technologies as well to kind of help. And I think it, we could probably will end up tying scheduling into this as well. Is having you've got some you've got some very powerful tools not only on the back end but also that are available to to homeowners as well to kind of know what's going to be happening any given day or any given time or any given week and it's it, these these tools are very helpful in, in kind of keeping that that flow going and, and the questions getting questions answered yeah um, a lot of times we get the question on the schedule like mm-hmm. um, what's gonna happen and I I think I've always thought okay if, if I was a homeowner what would I what would I want to know and I think I'd want I think a really healthy question for a homeowner to ask of their contractor is, "What is your what is your culture in your company as far as the schedule?" Like, um, like if somebody asked me that, I would I that would get me excited. I'm like, we obsess <laughs> about the schedule. Like we yeah. go to all these lengths to 
to uh, figure out the schedule. Um, you mentioned so we use a, a program called uh, CoConstruct, mm-hmm. which does a thousand things. But the one thing that we really use is is their scheduling program. Um, it also allows our people on site to pull up um, specs, so the scope. Uh, all the specs on the job, so they can. If there's a question on, do we replace trim in the hallway? We put that we put. In, they can go on there and and pull up the scope and and find that. They can find answers. Um, homeowners don't have access to that part. When we have a a, a complicated job, something that's going to last four or five six months, uh, and and a, and the right homeowner who's uh, who's who's into the tech, we can set them up and sort of give them access to the live schedule, and. And I say it's a live schedule because once a week I'm going through going, oh, no, this went wrong. We're, we need another day here for this trade, and it's going to bump things back that day. Um, or, or the reverse. So, oh, we finished. Um, we got inspection on mechanicals two days early. We're going to bump this up. We're going to see if we can get drywall delivered in, in, in a day earlier, and that might help us out over here. And, and homeowners can kind of see that. One problem with that is that it doesn't really give you – it's not like somebody's going to show up at your house at uh, 7.30 tomorrow morning, which mm-hmm. which sometimes people want to know that stuff. Like, okay, is somebody coming tomorrow? What time are they going to come? How many people is it going to be? What are they going to do? You know what I mean? And and the schedules aren't really that tight. I mean, ours, I think, are, are better than most. Uh, but it, especially now, we're, we live in COVID land. Mm-hmm. We have to have some fudge factor built in, so we're not doubling up people. We're not having ten people in the house one day and nobody the next. It's just not the way we're doing it uh, now. Um, so, homeowners once they sort of get the hang of it, I think buy into it and and see how it works. Um, but uh, it's it's not math always. Um, mm. Sometimes things that you thought were going to take two days take three days, and and or the reverse. And so we want a schedule that accommodates both of those things. And then having, of course, getting back to having the the foreman, the, the kind of that point person to say, here's where we are, and this is kind of what's going on, real world, real time, right. um, is a great benefit as well. A uh, real quick, uh, just one one thing. We don't have to spend a ton of time, but uh, when I had mentioned uh, about uh, lack of communication, not hearing from your contractor for a week, uh, for a week, <laughs> I started laughing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No homeowner that we deal with would let us get away with that. <laughs> you also hear horror stories of, of of contractors and subcontractors who you know in in the industry that sometimes just disappear. Uh, yes. The subcontractor yeah. word. Let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, that that uh, unfortunately does happen. If you Google whatever, search uh, remodeling horror stories, you're going to find all kinds of stuff where. There's a lot of stories about people that start jobs and don't finish them. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually get quite a few calls every year for people that want us to take over a remodel that they feel is going wrong. Mm-hmm. And that is a really tough spot. I, I know it's a tough spot for a homeowner, but it's a it's really a tough spot for somebody like us. Um, as we, it, it It's so hard to come in here midstream. Um, Wisconsin, by the way, have you ever heard right to cure? Do you know what do you know what that is? I've heard the term. It may have actually you may have actually mentioned okay. it. It's probably been a while though. So in, in Wisconsin also it's it's very tough to take a project away from a contractor or a subcontractor, which is one of the reasons we have pulled so much in house. Um, if we don't like somebody's tile job, I mean for years we used other people to mm-hmm. do our tile. Which is kind of how everybody does it in town, except us now. <laughs> uh, but anyway, we we brought that in house. It's been a good thing because um, 
if we had if we if we had some major problems with somebody's tile job, which we did different times, m- the law says you have to let them fix it. You have to oh. give them the they have the right to cure. You can't go. We don't trust you to fix it, which we didn't after they if they wrecked it the first time. Fixing it's usually harder. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we would have our good people fix their tile job, and we and we couldn't even take. 500 bucks off the bill hmm. because the, the law says they have to have a right to cure. They have to have a right to finish it. So it's the same way with uh, you're hiring a contractor. So uh, this unreliable contractor, subcontractor thing, uh, do your research. You know, it's it's one thing. If somebody now is, is um, consistently having these types of problems, it is going to show up on the neighborhood chat rooms. It's going to show up on reviews somewhere. There's going to be evidence about of this out online. So mm-hmm. um, it used to be you could just go and say, well, give me a bunch of references and I'll talk to them. Well, that they're... Okay, if somebody asks me for references, I, I don't have a problem under certain circumstances doing that. But who who am I going to give you, Sean? I'm not going <laughs> to give you somebody. I'm not going to give you somebody that had a problem. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give you examples where it went really well. So. And and, and one final thing too, as we're talking about um, about subcontractors and and, <laughs> and contractors in general, um, insurance is that's a big that's a big th- it's a big expense and it's a big thing though as a homeowner to be aware uh, if your contractor has proper insurance coverage they it is uh we have savvy homeowners that want us to to show this prove this you have the right to do that by the way as a homeowner and we have no problem doing it because we have all these insurances <laughs> um now there's there's liability insurance um and so that's like uh say uh, um I, I know somebody else did this i didn't we didn't do this we were in the same neighborhood but mm. they uh were they had two extension cords plugged in going to a saw outside, not in a GFI outlet. Uh, the cords had broken Issues. spots. Yeah. They, and when they were installing cabinets on this job, and I'm not going to tell you who it is, even though it's on the tip of my tongue, they they piled all the boxes on top of these cords. And uh, oh. we were down the street, and Jimmy says, my, one of my guys, Jimmy, says, hey, look at that. There's a fire. And, no, uh, no. yeah, I shouldn't laugh. And oh. I, Nobody died. Uh, no animals were hurt in this in this fire. But, uh, yeah, the house did burn down. So Oh, was, no, they got the whole oh, house. Oh, yeah, you bet. Oh, my yeah, goodness. It was a big fire by the time anybody noticed. Oh, wow. <laughs> and uh, so, anyways, so that would technically, the guy doing that work, person doing that work, company doing that work would have liability insurance that would say would kick in and go okay even though you did something stupid we're gonna pay to rebuild this person's house uh if sean i was an independent contractor working on your house and you didn't ask me about workman's comp insurance oh are you covered by workman's comp and something stupid happened like i i was i could be a great carpenter i could be ethical never have a problem in my past but i'm walking outside with something heavy I missed the step on your porch, hit my head on a rock, and I've got brain damage. Mm, okay, mm-hmm. uh, my wife's lawyer is going to look around and mm. see who's got money, and they might say, "Well, um, okay, you you didn't do this. Was that your house? Um, you're gonna you're gonna have to. We're gonna go after you for ten percent of this bill or something. It's shared liability. It's called um, that. By the way, is is covered if 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 your if your contractor has workman's comp." on all of their employees and make sure that their subs have workman's comp on all of them, um, then you, your your risk is very low um, because that stuff kicks in, mm-hmm. covers any injuries. Um, 
you're going to be negligent. And workman's comp, that's why it's there. It covers those injuries. Um, it protects me, by the way, also. I don't want to have hire a sub and have that happen and have mm-hmm. them go, well, you didn't tell me the step was there. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what it could be. But anyways, as a homeowner, you have a lot of risk if there are people working on your house that are not covered by workman's comp insurance. And that's why you want, you want to make sure you're asking about the stuff. As Mike, I, I feel like you should print these on, on solid gold <laughs> tablets just because of how valuable the, the little documents are. But they are very important to have. And, uh, of course, uh, definitely something you'll want to make sure that you're asking your contractor and making sure that uh, that everybody on the job is, is covered by that. As we're talking this morning with Mike about some of the problems uh, that are going on in construction and the ways that they have been solved and, of course, some of the challenges as well. If you've got any questions or, of course, if you want to learn more about Edge Construction, great website, edgeconstructioncompany.com. We're going to talk about the recent project as well featured up on the website, so definitely check them out at edgeconstructioncompany.com. But thinking about doing some remodeling, Mike and everyone at Edge Construction would love to get to know you. They'd love to talk with you. It all starts with a phone call. Telephone number 636-3343. That number 636-EDGE. We'll continue our conversation with Mike Tuig of Edge Construction. We will do that next as the Home Remodeling Show continues right here on 1310 WIBA. You're listening to the Home Remodeling Show with Edge Construction. Email your questions to edgeconstructionradio at gmail.com. Once again, here's Sean Preble on News Talk 1310 WIBA. This is the Home Remodeling Show brought to you by Edge Construction Online, edgeconstructioncompany.com. That's all one word, edgeconstructioncompany.com. Great website, great resource to learn more about Edge. Also see some of the great projects that they've done right here in Dane County and throughout the area. If you've been thinking about doing some remodeling, Mike and everyone at Edge Construction, love to get to know you. They'd love to talk with you. All you got to do is pick up the phone and give them a call. Telephone number 636-3343. That number 636-EDGE. Talking about some of the challenges um, that are being, uh, being faced right now in the construction industry um, and some of them are new some of them are as time tested as just about anything out there uh, one of those areas Mike is homeowners changing their minds is <laughs> is uh, as homeowners we do tend to sometimes say eh, I liked it but now I found this and I absolutely love it that can have an effect on on the overall process can't it yeah I, I think um that that is very stressful for everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's not just the contractor that goes, oh no, now we gotta. I mean, so having that happen a little bit is not a problem. We have we routinely have homeowners that option a lot of stuff. Um, the more complicated the job is, the more things they option, the thicker that file gets. On something where additions are involved and 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 kind of whole house remodels, the files on those things are are two inches thick with mm-hmm. things we've looked at, things we priced, things we changed. You know. Up until contract, uh, so we try and deal with that because I I really feel design needs to happen as a whole. Like you're, if you're if you're picking out cabinets, tops, flooring, backsplash, and appliances to, together, kind of going through that process all at once, they're all going to be next to each other. That's kind of how it should happen, right? You 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 need to pick these things out so that they flow together, so that they complement each other. Um, and if you do that before the contract, before, so that when you write that contract, you have an accurate contract that has all these things in it, the design has pretty much happened at that point. Then we, we tend to see changes on, on smaller things, like uh, sometimes people will change out an appliance and that's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had people that uh, that sort of 
midstream before cabinets are in, change the right mind on a quartz countertop. And I, I could see that myself doing that because I would second guess myself a little bit. <laughs> There's so many beautiful tops. Um, I, I know I'd have it narrowed down to two or three and then, okay, now the rubber meets the road. you got to pick one and is there time to change it? That's not a big deal. doesn't usually affect construction um, and those things. Um, you know, a major change, that's tough. Um, when when I started doing remodels all those years ago, it was pretty standard practice, and, and in some areas it still is. Like you tear open the, the walls and you four or five months later this kitchen's done because you, you didn't do all that pre-planning. You're, you're kind of doing it as you need things. I don't think it's good for design, by the way. I think if you want those great pictures online, you've got to do design. you got to do all that design work before you uh, rip open a wall. Mm-hmm. You know, it just needs to happen that way. So um, homeowners that do change their minds a lot, it does add a lot of stress for a good contractor because it's just really trouble. Does it add cost as well? I mean, we start talking about adding time and, and you know, and, and let's just, and I'm playing a hypothetical here, uh, something gets gets done and then they change their mind after that's done. We're actually demolishing something that's already <laughs> freshly can, built. It, yeah, it can. Um, I have friends that are contractors on the East Coast, like uh, New Jersey, New York, the Carolinas, and um once a year when I go out there for the remodeling show, uh, we we talk and they tell me how they do business and I'm just like horrified. I can't believe anybody <laughs> would do this. They do a lot of what's called uh, cost plus. So we do a, a firm contract and a firm price and everybody knows what they're supposed to do and what it's going to cost up to them. They'll give people kind of a an estimate of what they think it's going to come in at, but it really depends on you. If you change your mind, no problem. It just adds to the bill. And I, it's sort of a thing where I'm not built this way. If I was a homeowner, I would hate this because I just want to know what to plan for, and, and I don't think it would it would be good for the checkbook. But uh, they they charge a certain hourly rate. I'll, I'll tell you, it's a, akin to uh, a good mechanic, or a, <laughs> and it's over 100 bucks an hour. And then they that's what their people are getting billed. At the end of every week, they put their time together, materials plus 25%. And the homeowner pays the check on Monday, or or, or it's not right. So you're seeing like, where's the end of this? Yeah. <laughs> and I, the trouble is then uh, a lot of their, I said, well, do you have a lot of changes? And they said, yeah, we'll build something. We'll have everything framed up. The homeowner will look at it, go, nope, I want to change it, tear it apart, because you're you're not you're paying this bill incrementally. You know, it's like taxes. You know, if yeah. you got the whole bill at once, you'd be mad, but you you get it you get it a piece at a time. And um, so, like, you know me well enough, this would uh, not no. work for me. <laughs> <laughs> You're a planner, and you like to have that, that plan in place. And, yeah, that would, uh, as a homeowner, I'd be like, oh, my goodness. I'd be like, Where's the end of this, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah. So that's really important stuff. And, of course, the importance of planning and um, working through the process is very, very important. Talking with Mike Tuig, owner of Edge Construction. We'll talk about uh, one of the challenges, one of the uh, more recent challenges has been kind of, um, we started off talking a bit about what's going on around the world and what's going on locally. Those things can add some challenges to the remodeling process. We'll find out from Mike what those are, ways that those are overcame, and we'll do all of that next. The Home Remodeling Show continues. Don't forget, in the meantime, check out edgeconstructioncompany.com. That's all one word, edgeconstructioncompany.com. Telephone number 636-3343. That number 636-EDGE. Of course, Edge Construction brings you the Home Remodeling Show right here, 1310 WIBA. The Home Remodeling Show with Edge Construction continues now on News Talk 1310 WIBA. 
This is the Home Remodeling Show brought to you by Edge Construction online, edgeconstructioncompany.com. Great website to learn a lot about Edge Construction. You can also see some of the great projects they've been doing, always updating it. As a matter of fact, if you've been to edgeconstructioncompany.com, definitely check them out today. Their telephone number is 636-3343. That number is 636-EDGE. Talking about some of the challenges in the construction industry, and Mike, a challenge that's uh, facing, I think, every industry has been, of course, is global pandemic. And um, obviously, with with what's been going on, it has had an effect on things. So let's talk a bit about some of the, the nuanced areas that, that have been affected in construction when it comes to this pandemic we've been in. Yeah, so you're you're talking about materials. I I'm going to talk. We'll talk ah. materials. Yes, oh, it's the <laughs> toughest part of our job right now. Um, so uh, uh, we're an electrical contractor. I know I talked about that mm-hmm. um, about a month ago. Our our supplier was one of the bigger supply houses in town. Said, "Hey, uh, just so you know, <laughs> uh, in about two weeks the the, the country is going to run out of wire." Uh-oh. I was like, "What do you mean we're going to run run out of wire?" <laughs> you know, um, but. He took me back in their warehouse, and the cupboards were empty. Oh. Uh, this is an enormous warehouse. Like, you could fit 10 of our building in there. And and uh, there was literally, usually it's packed to the gills with materials, and there was not much of anything. I'm sorry, okay, what do we, how far out is this stuff, and what do we need to, how are we going to bridge the gap, and what is everybody doing? And they said... Uh, some electricians are just uh, going on vacation for a couple months because they smaller guys can't get secure materials. Uh, apparently, the the coating on the Romex, uh, I don't know if there is a, there's part of that equation that's coming from, you know, where? Across the ocean mm-hmm. on a container ship. And um, it's the same stuff that's affecting the price of PVCs for plumbing, more than doubled. And then it more than doubled again. And now they're telling us, uh, just uh, mortgage your house and give me the money. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that... Uh, about two months ago, this happened with electrical boxes, and, and it has not been fixed. Um, I'm talking single gang nail on the blue boxes that you wire into behind the drywall. Uh, we are to the point where when we demo something, we are doing it gently and saving the electrical parts we find that are usable again because it's it's really there. Uh, mm-hmm. So we got that side. Um, I I until Monday last week, this week I was thinking. Well, thank God we've got drywall because oh, no. <laughs> drywall is never fun. We just call them and they bring it. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. yeah, no, it's no problem. And uh, uh, one of our guys in the meeting said, "Hey, uh, uh, another somebody in his family owns a big drywall company, and they said uh, they're still getting product, but they recommended that we get we buy a supply of drywall mud." And I, was, I feel a little guilty because I feel like I'm the guy buying toilet paper. <laughs> I was going to uh, ask you uh, last yeah. April first. <laughs> and uh, you know, still using the same stuff that you bought back then, but uh, it's I just, like, how bad is this? He said, "Well, uh, they're not guaranteeing that we're going to be able to get uh, mud and some of the other parts and pieces um, uh, very soon." I said, "Well, I guess we got to take delivery of a pallet of this, and then um, what we're doing to make sure that our jobs are secure. We have this in an air-conditioned, heated space so oh. that we." It doesn't. It keeps its integrity. Uh, all of this is a huge pain in the butt, by the way. But when we take something out, we're ordering it, knowing that it's probably six weeks out to get new stuff. But at least we've got enough to bridge the gap. We still haven't talked about 
lumber, plywood, engineered beams, <laughs> trusses, all that stuff. Um, well, I even think of just walking around like the home improvement store, and you mentioned like PVC, and I know they've got some PVC and stuff there, and and the lumber yard, and you're going, oh my goodness, what is? Has that as far as obviously as we talked about about some of the some of the considerations being made and some of the some of the foresight and planning to to keep things on hand, has it affected? Costs as far as very as much far, so. okay yeah very much so um, we have on our bigger jobs that we have coming up this year that we already signed contracts for and we're we are holding our line mm-hmm. uh, some of those uh, just the lumber prices have gone up on an, on additions gone up uh, maybe double mm-hmm. ten fifteen twenty thousand dollars sometimes that we're having to eat on those jobs um, we're having to figure this out. Uh, we can't put our lumber for a year in our warehouse. There's just not enough space, right? Um, I, individually, homeowners have been pretty understanding. They realize that it's gone up. They 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 can tell when we're talking to them about pricing and where we're at that um, that we're doing everything we can to uh, to get them into their project. Um, like I said, they've been understanding, but. It's not just the cost; it's actually supply. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we can't get stuff. Um, we were framing a house. One of our crews is framing a house for another builder. Uh, this is maybe two weeks ago. There, part of this part of this frame up was uh, a built-on screen porch. It's integrated, uh, so some of that has got to be treated lumber, right? You, there's it's in the elements. Um, one of the major suppliers in town. One of the major two or three suppliers in town. There's not that many. No treated lumber of any sort, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was. It took a couple of weeks to get, and that that we've been dealing with for several months. Um, there have been times when we had to build just a little jump deck as part of a part of a, a out out the back of a house down to a patio. We could not get two treated two by four, four by fours <laughs> in the whole city of Madison. It's it's unfortunately mm-hmm. kind of that way. Um, so uh, we are doing the best we can to order things right at contract. I would be asking my contractor what they're ordering at contract. Uh, they need to be getting their plumbing fixtures, uh, any any of the flooring things, um, obviously cabinets, put money down on countertops so you can secure that. Um, electrically, I don't know, you're on your own. You figure it out. <laughs> we had to figure it out. But, uh, yeah, it's, it, we laugh about it, but it is a big challenge yeah. right now. That is, it's it's pretty amazing when you see that stuff. Is is do we know what's the main? Obviously, I think everyone talks pandemic and those type of things. Is this something that's been kind of a while in the creation? Though I know we've talked in the past about different options and kind of that that global shipping that goes on of of materials. Is is that kind of exacerbated some of these? It it has. Um, I think that is a problem. Um, we need to manufacture more stuff here. Mm-hmm. We're relying on. Somebody cutting a tree down in Canada, sending it to China, make something out of it, make flooring out of it, make cabinets out of it, uh, put it on a container ship and get it back. That's a lot of variables, a mm-hmm. lot of moving elements that can create trouble. And I'm, you know, maybe simplifying it a little bit, but um, this is literally how some of the stuff is happening. I, I, I think I'm not going to. An excuse now for everything can be that pandemic word, that COVID. Sure. Word. Yeah. And, and I'm, you know, we get. People, you know, suppliers the benefit of the doubt. Uh, in in the lumber side, that really started hitting last uh, August, September. It went along just fine, March, April, May, June, July, and then all of a sudden, bam, 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 lumber is going up, 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 and it has not stopped going up. 
it's gone up almost every week since then, oh, wow. uh, right up till now. So uh, there's there's word that there's going to be a little stability and maybe seeing it head down the other way. But the trouble now is people are hoarding. <laughs> like yeah. the the big national builders, as soon as lumber dips a little bit, they're they're buying a whole bunch of supply and it's driving the price back up. So um, Canada quit cutting trees for two or three months, March, April, some of May last year because they they were trying to outguess the market. They thought it would slow down a lot. Construction didn't really slow down that much in the U.S., and and then it used up uh, available supply, and now we're here. We're trying to get back, but uh, it's a real challenge. That is fascinating, really interesting, and yeah, it sounds like uh, as we talk about some of the challenges <laughs> that that go on with uh, with construction right now, and of course uh, the ways to ways to solve some of those issues. A really informative program. Don't forget if you want to get caught up with Mike and everyone from Edge Construction, the website edgeconstructioncompany.com. That's edgeconstructioncompany.com. But thinking about doing some remodeling, Mike and everyone at Edge would love to talk with you. All I got to do is pick up the phone, give them a call. Telephone number six three six three. 343, that number, 636-EDGE. We'll continue our conversation with Mike Tuega of Edge Construction. We'll do that next as the Home Remodeling Show continues right here, 1310 WIBA. The Home Remodeling Show with Edge Construction continues now on News Talk 1310 WIBA. This is the Home Remodeling Show brought to you by Edge Construction right here on 1310 WIBA. Don't forget about the website, edgeconstructioncompany.com. That's all one word, edgeconstructioncompany.com. If you haven't visited it recently, definitely check it out. Always updating it. As a matter of fact, just a moment, we're going to talk about a recent project that's featured up at edgeconstructioncompany.com. But thinking about doing some remodeling, all you got to do is pick up the phone, give Mike a call at edge 636-3343. That number, 636-EDGE. So let's talk about this uh, recent kitchen remodel. I'm at you guys did at edge construction uh it is uh the the uh called it the open concept kitchen remodel and uh this is one of those where um the finished product is amazing and i love your slider feature on this one in particular because <laughs> it's um, exactly the same yeah. Here too. <laughs> yeah it is it is and it's it and if it weren't that i would never it just it, like my brain would not be able to to comprehend how yeah. you guys got from point a to point b let's talk about it's that's so breathtaking um let's talk about how you guys uh went through this process and uh and what the before was and and kind of what the homeowners wanted to do to get that result. Yeah, it was just a typical uh, 90s house, right? You got mm-hmm. the uh, fruit wood on oak cabinets and trim. Um, it's a, it was actually a very nice house. It, the kitchen had never been updated. Uh, had out a, a, some separation between the great room, family room, and kitchen that they wanted to get rid of. They wanted to, These people love to entertain and they have a big family, so they wanted a much more open thing. They wanted a big island, um, and they didn't want walls in the way. They didn't want and all that stuff. So, when you look at the uh, the the finished product, uh, it is totally opened up. Oh, you asked how do we get from here to there? Yeah. <laughs> and I want to give our designers some credit because if you look at the rendering, um, this 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 rendering is actually with our old program we're we're able to do much better renderings now and even this one is pretty good Mm -hmm. um it shows basically that's that was at contract time i'm assuming that rendering so that's the cartoon cad picture sort of shows what things are going to look like we had we had several more for them to look at but um yeah when you look at we did a, a real nice custom touch to that island um the the cabinets are white the island is gray 
Boy, these uh, different color painted cabinets are really creeping into our stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. We're just finishing two kitchens that have some real deep colors coming out. That'll be showing up on the website. But uh, um, one thing else I'd like to throw out is just the backsplash. And you think, well, okay, it's it's not that big. When you get up there and look at it, you kind of can see there's texture, those tiles. These are... They call everything a subway tile if it's a rectangle now. <laughs> These are kind of that look. I think they're um, three by tens. Oh. And so they're 10 inches long. And they actually fire them so that they have imperfections. They're not, they don't lay flat. They're, there's kind of, uh, there's a lot of, they're just not perfect. And the effect when you put them on is pretty cool. It gives the uh, backsplash a lot of texture. They are pretty amazing. It's really neat. And, and the uh, as I look too, I look at the you know kind of moving that that sink out to the island and the the nice uh, range and the hood. It looks it looks it's it's got a really really nice really clean look and a very um, before and after. I think that the big thing as you mentioned opening up the space. Um, it's open. <laughs> it's very a, open. Yeah, it's very open. That is a, probably perfect for entertaining. Really good stuff. Definitely check that out right now online, edgeconstructioncompany.com. That's edgeconstructioncompany.com. It's the open concept kitchen remodel. Really, really cool there. But thinking about doing some remodeling, Mike would love to talk to you at Edge Construction. Telephone number 636-3343. That number 636-EDGE. And the website, edgeconstructioncompany.com. This is the Home Remodeling Show right here at 1310 WIBA. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.